The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G Cobb and Micah Warren. G Cobb with you on VoiceAmericaSports.com, and joining me is my co-host Micah Warren. And of course, uh, you've had uh, something happen now because really, I. I went to the game last night, figuring you know I was planning on chilling out on uh, today. You know it was going to be other day because I'd been going pretty strong out there at the training camp with the day in day out, pretty much all day football. And then uh, in the second quarter, I get wind of uh, the fact that the Eagles have signed Michael Vick, and of course uh, it's been nonstop since then. Uh, it, it got to the point over there. Uh, during the game in that second quarter, uh, none of my phones were working uh, because there was so much uh, cell phone usage right there in, that, uh, in Lincoln Financial Field. That nobody's phone was working. If you weren't already on, then you couldn't get on the phone. So it was, it, it was, uh, it was quite a time. And so we're going to talk about the whole signing of Michael Vick. Uh, anybody that wants to, um, to give us a call, uh, you can reach us at uh, was eight 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 three four six one. I mean, excuse me, nine one four four. Let me give you that again. One eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. And you can give us a call and, and comment uh, because you know I, I understand people are having different opinions about this, and because I vacillate back and forth. There's certain parts of this that. I don't like certain parts of it. I, I do like, uh, and um, we're going to get into that and everything. So, uh, first of all, uh, I was shocked when I found it out. I had no idea how they plan on using him. Uh, it looked like a uh, a, um, a square peg in a round hole. I'm saying, you know, it, it, it makes no sense. Why are you bringing him in here? Uh, clearly, it's going to cost somebody their job. Um, and we don't know whether he's going to be able to help the team all year long. They haven't really seen him work out. You know, they're going based on what he did, you know, two, three years ago. Uh, we know uh, that uh, he's not, you know, cut out so much for running the West Coast offense, and if you run him in the Wildcat, that means he's going to be running the ball, getting hit. Is his body in shape to take that type of hit? That's what I initially thought, and that was my thinking uh, after this signing, uh, I have changed my mind somewhat, uh, but that was my initial thinking uh, upon the signing. What about you, Micah? Man, the, the, gee, I'm kind of like you. The first time I heard it, you know, a buddy of mine was coming up to visit me, and uh, he called me on the way, and he said, yeah, I just got two text messages saying, the Eagles signed Vic, and I'm thinking, come on, someone's messing with you. Someone's having fun with you. 
because there's no way on earth the Eagles would sign Michael Vick. There's just no way. And even just, okay, forget the PR and the business side of it, because, you know, that, that, that is an issue, obviously. Um, the football side of it, what are they going to do? I texted you last night, too. What are they going to do with this guy? What are they going to do with Michael Vick? Well, no, he's definitely a quarterback. He's a quarterback. Okay, well, you have one of those. You know, Donovan's. You, this is not a situation where they're going to pull Donovan out. You know, do you remember when um, when Randall first came in the league? You know, Jaworski would play first and second down. If it got the third and long, you brought in Randall. Yeah, I remember that because uh, I was on the team. <laughs> yeah, so you may have you may have noticed that. Yeah, but this is not that team. This is not those players. This is not that situation. So that's that's not going to happen here. So how are they going to use Vic? What are they going to do with him? And, and yeah, you can split him out wide. You can uh, mix him up too. And, and talking to uh, some people earlier, yeah, if you put him, just even having him out on the field, yes, somebody has to say. If nothing else, all right, what the hell is he doing out here? Somebody's got to keep an eye on him. So just the fact that he's out in the field, you do have to keep an eye on him. I think Andy Reid might be drooling a little bit at the possibility of, of what he could come up with for this guy, and I'm curious to see what he does. I understand him not wanting to divulge uh, exactly what his plans are for Vic because, like he said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit and broadcast how I'm going to use this guy. But, you know, some people have speculated, gee, I think you agree with me. This has something to do with Donovan. There's been a lot of speculation. People are saying that, well, if Donovan slips up or this or that, he's, come on, come on. Nah, this, this doesn't have anything to do with Donovan. I tell you that nothing. The, the main focal point of this is Andy Reid, and even more specifically, Andy Reid's kids. That's clearly, you know, if you heard Andy Reid talk, this is clearly what uh, touched him about the situation was that you know he, um, you know, or, or, or he wouldn't even have given it any thought was the fact that he's been in this mindset, and you know how bad he wanted his boys to, to do well, and, uh, you know, even though he's not coming out publicly, come on, he's every minute, you know, especially the way the thing happened with, with Andy and his boys was the fact that it was so public, and uh, a, a totally humbling experience, and, you know, I've never been through anything like that, but, uh, you know, uh, some people, they say, oh, they want to be in the public eye so bad, well, this goes along with being in the public eye, where, you know, if he was the average Joe, his kids messed up, so what? I mean, nobody at the job knows, and nobody cares, you know? You know, just be here on time, you know, do your job. I don't, you know, we don't care what's happening with your kids. It's not going to be in the paper. Uh, nobody would know if he didn't tell anybody. But here he's got people on him. He even said, you know, his cameraman, he's up, in the, up in the trees around his place, trying to get, look in their house and get pictures and stuff, you know? All that kind of thing, and, 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 and I think because he went through that experience, he really connected uh, with Michael Vick and wanting him to do well and to get into this because part of this, regardless of what they say, you know, part of this is clearly charitable. You know, it's not necessarily business. Part of this is uh, charitable, and, uh, I, you know, for Jeffrey Lurie also, you mean, meaning really... They are putting their whole franchise at risk. At least the image clearly has taken a hit already. Uh, they're doing all of that, and uh, for them to do it, they have to be the motivation, and the motivation is clearly started, I think, with what Andy experienced with his boys and listening him to him not only today but last night as well. 
Uh, he's very clear about that, you know, and, and uh, I, I think it's rather amazing uh, that you would have because clearly the, the team's habit was to, come on, look at the guys they've blown away for doing much less. They wouldn't yeah. even look at a guy. I mean, look, think of some of the guys. They wouldn't take a, they wouldn't even, they weren't even interested in Randy Moss. I had Randy Moss uh, and his people contacting me trying to get in touch with Donovan McNabb to try to join the Eagles before he signed with the New England Patriots. The Eagles were not interested. Yeah, and you know, gee, you were there for the press conference today. I mean, did you did you detect from Jeffrey Lurie that he wants no parts of this whatsoever? He really sounded like a guy that was completely convinced of doing this, but didn't want any part of it. I well, mean, he that, that's true because ago, we would know, never uh, have he, 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 you know, he, he said over and over and over again. You know, this is uh, just totally against his best, uh, you know, or his first inclinations. You know. Want nothing to do with it. Want nothing to do with him, whatever. And obviously, Andy worked on him. Uh, Tony Dungy worked on him. And ultimately, he sat down with Michael Vick and everything. And, uh, and I'll tell you, you know, I hope Michael Vick does the right thing. But I have seen people in the same situation like this lie like a dog. And, well, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, you know, uh, <laughs> you know lie and... Um, you know, to look look you right in the face and lie. You know, I, I've had relatives, uh, people I know, in this similar situation, with the last chance supposedly, or with another chance. So there's no guarantee of this, and I think anybody that's been around the block know that uh, there's no guarantee. At the same time, uh, somebody that have that kind of mercy and risk all they're risking. I mean, from that standpoint, just from a human standpoint, and I'm not looking at it from a uh, as an Eagle fan, just from a human standpoint, I commend them for being that willing to extend themselves for another uh, person because they're really extending themselves uh, for Michael Vick. They are, and yeah, he's had issues in the past. Uh, let's, you know, dog fighting aside, you know, the, the marijuana bottle or whatever it was, and you know, testing positive for weed. He's had issues other than that. But I have to believe. I mean, people say, "Well, he's got to keep his nose clean." He's not going to just all of a sudden snap and end up at a dogfighting ring. I mean, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there's much of a chance of that. It's just, you know, the thing is, it, yeah, it's some weed. It's, uh, it's drunk driving. You know, it's something that he's got to watch, you know, what he does and the people he hangs out with and everything, you know. But, and from the, mo from the most part, I, you know, I, I expect him to be able to do that, but there's, there's no guarantee of that. Um, no, do you remember of, in 2007 that? when he first got caught, what did he do to the public? He lied. He lied to Goodell. He lied to Arthur Blank. So he could do this. I, while I don't see the remorse that everybody else sees, I really don't. And we can get well, to that. You know, that with remorse place. and everything, I, I mean, uh, I heard them talking. I'm going like, you know, I, I, you know, anybody could, you know, talk to somebody a little bit and tell them what they want to hear. I mean, you know, yeah, I, and, and uh, so, you know, he's not going to do it again, you know. But the whole thing is he's got to go out and do uh, this work with the um, – Humane society and everything—that's really the key to all of this. Uh, they want him to continue that, and, uh, uh, and Jeffrey Lord believes he can do some good work with that. And and, and I, I think you know if he does have the right attitude and everything, he, he I think he could be a good influence here in Philadelphia because you know Philadelphia. A lot of people in Philadelphia like to criticize other places. I mean, I, I wouldn't—I wouldn't really wouldn't want any of my kids raised in the city. I, you know, I wouldn't want any of my kids raised in the city. Who would? In this city or a city? In this city. Oh, 
I mean, think of it. Look at the crime rate. You got yeah. half the kids drop out of school. Come on. You got 50% of the kids drop out of school. Yeah, I, hey, look, I understand. I mean, I had relatives just moved from inside the city to, you know, their kids getting of, of school age. They moved out to an area where... Look, look at the crime they, rate in the yeah. city. Come on. I mean, and, that, and that's why, you know, and you know, I don't want to get all political, but that's why, you know, I'm conservative. Because, obviously, a lot of these, come on, look, look at these people. They, they got everything the way they want it, and they screwed the whole, these people, come on. Who, what, what kid is benefiting from the way uh, a lot of the decisions that are made? That's why, and I get back to the thing with regards to Michael Vick, is that uh, a lot of kids look up to him uh, just by him and, and, and genuinely uh, trying to be a, uh, a role model to tell the kids, look, man, this crime thing, Dude, it ain't the way to go. Right. You know, it's not the way to go. There's nothing in it. You know, I mean, I, I try to get really uh, open with these kids. I'm going, like, if you're a dude, who wants to be caught in a place where there are no women? So you go to jail for 30 years, dude. There are no women in prison home. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. Who wants to go there? <laughs> um, just, you know, whatever dreams you have, they're done, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I, I, but uh, we, we get way off the thing. But, the, you know, I, I would hope that he would, um, you know, uh, just by, by, by being contrite and, uh, about this whole situation, remorseful, uh, he, he is a guy that a lot of these kids look up to. And I, I think he could do a service in that way. And, um, but, but, you know, all of that is um, a side issue. The whole thing is can he come back and be an impact on the field? If he can be an impact player on the field, a lot of people are really being two-faced because a lot of people have been yelling for years to, for the Eagles to get this guy and get that guy and get this guy and get that guy who, who had some kind of personal off-the-field problems. Now that they go out and get this guy, they go, well, we, not him. Well, you know. Well, you want to go two-faced there, Jay. I mean, to that point, the people that are saying, oh, no, no, no. But then in week eight, when he runs for a touchdown, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. No, you no and, and we know that. Come on, we we know the deal. But anyway, we'll be right back with you. Continue our, our conversation about uh, Michael Vick uh, and the Eagles. Uh, an amazing turn of events as we talk about the signing of Michael Vick. Uh, stay with us. Go ahead and jump on the line. Give us a call, and uh, you can make uh, your comments about it. Uh, we'll be back with you in a moment. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're not facing your mortgage issues, this can be the most terrifying sound in the world. It means you've fallen behind. It means hope is dwindling. It means you're another call closer to losing your home to foreclosure. Fortunately, there's hope. If you need real help and guidance, call 1-888-995-HOPE. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the Ad Council, and this station. 
Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like Lowest prices in town. Dealer approved, certified pre-owned. No obligation consultation. Nor will we brag about our Huge selection. Enormous variety. One-stop shopping. Everything under one roof. Or promise. Prices reduced up to 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever. Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like See store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary. Or try to convince you that our product will give you cleaner, tighter abs in minutes. Perfect smile. Porcelain veneers. Freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. G. Cobb back with you on VoiceAmerica.com and, of course, uh, with my co-host, uh, Michael Warren, and, of course, our show is G-Cobb in the House. And joining us for G-Cobb in the House is a former teammate of mine and uh, uh, here in Philadelphia. And, uh, of course, he's one of the movers and the shakers when it comes to VoiceAmerica.com, uh, none other than uh, Ray Ellis, uh, former hard-hitting safety for the Eagles and the Cleveland Browns. How you doing, Ray? Hey, G, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm, do- I'm doing great. There's a lot going on uh as you know, uh, this uh, this thing with Michael Vick and everything, um, you know, first of all, you know, I'd like to know when you found out and, and what's your take on it. Well, I actually found out uh, yesterday as I was uh, here in the offices in Phoenix and uh, got a text message uh, from a friend of mine who had informed me uh, that uh, he had uh, either saw it on the, on the NFL Network or some broadcast, and and then I got several uh, other texts uh, immediately, and uh, and I I just gotta say that, you know, you know how it is to be out there on that football field on the defensive side of the ball, and to play against a team that has multiple weapons on the field at one time, and they put you in a position whereas 
you know, everybody has to play at the best of their ability because we can't always provide you with help. And and that's what Michael Vick is going to do uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. He is going to put them in a position of advantage because he's just another weapon uh, that could be on the field. So as a former, uh, you know, Eagle ball player, man, it's in my DNA. You know, I'm happy as hell. Anytime we can get uh, uh, more uh, of the best players on our team than the other team has, I'm happy. Okay. Yeah. So, and, you know, and, and uh, well, you know, the thing about it is um, uh, they're going to have to decide to utilize them in a certain way. In fact, uh, we were getting into all these different issues uh, just uh, came coming off on a. Uh, a, a, another tele- a television show I was doing, and we're talking about the number seven, that if he wears the number seven, he is designated as a quarterback, and therefore uh, that's going to mean, you know, one of the other quarterbacks has got to go adios, and that um, uh, he will be utilized in a quarterback position, even though he, he could be utilized uh, at other positions, but if he wears a quarterback number, he's going to be considered a quarterback. Uh, also, uh, the fact that with him being there, if he's going to go in the game as a quarterback, he's got to be the number two quarterback. If he's right. going to go in as a, um, you know, in the uh, with the um, the Wildcat, then he's got to be the number two quarterback over Kevin Cobb. And that ultimately, this could be saying something about how they legitimately feel about Kevin Cobb. So you got all those things playing in. And, and now, you know, the thing that I thought about, and then Ray, you would know this, which is how, how soon do you think he can be able to play? You know, depending on. You know how much he's working out he's, he's been doing. I mean, how soon can you, you know, uh, play football, uh, right? Not just one, but how soon do you think he'll be ready to, you know, take the hits and do different things you got to do with football? Well, you know, uh, one thing about it, you know, we were very concerned about, you know, how soon Tom Brady would be ready to play, and, and Tom just missed a year because uh, of an injury. And and Tom came back, and, you know, and he was able to play. Uh, Mike is a very athletic person, uh, I, I, I'm sure that he spent uh, the time that he has had now available to himself to get himself ready for football. The first thing he wanted to do is to get himself ready not only mentally but but physically. He's going to have to live in that playbook. That's the most important thing. But I would think in terms of uh, being ready to play uh, uh, football, remember, Michael, his whole life now, football is his life. Uh, he is going to be consumed uh, with that playbook. Uh, I think that when he steps on the field for the first time, there is no doubt in my mind that I know that Andy Reid is going to say to him, uh, the ball will be put in your hands, but you, even though you may roll out as if you have an option, the only option you have is to run that ball. He does not want Michael to throw his first pass to be incomplete or intercepted because he doesn't want to hear it from the fans. So I think the first time he steps on the field, uh, we'll see – uh, just how quick and how fast, you know, Michael Vick is. But I, I want to say something about the remorse because I think that's what there are so many people out there, and, and we talked about it. You, you certainly talked about it, Gary, on, on, on your show a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, I think any time that we have a person who's made a mistake, uh, the, the remorse can be seen uh, many times when you look at the individual, but you always hear that old cliche about walk a mile in those shoes. And I don't think anybody would have wanted to walk 
a minute in those shoes as you talked about in prison, not only away from females but away from your family, away from your friends. You know, this is a man who lost $200 million. I know if I put $20 in my back pocket and it fell out, I'd never put $20 in my back pocket again. So could you imagine if somebody, because they were fighting dogs, lost $200 million? Do you think they would ever fight a damn dog again? (laughs) Right, right. Do you think the remorse is because, I'm sorry I got caught, or I know what I really did was wrong? No, the remorse comes from when you, remember now, I said walk a mile in those shoes. The remorse comes from when you actually go through what you did, and you realize how stupid and how dumb, how much you call somebody just like what Star Wars did when this car accident he's actually feeling the pain of he took a life you feel those things when you've done some things and they make you feel bad about what you've done because you realize that was not the right thing to do well, so for you, those you know he's walking around I mean it's like lives, he's got the scholar letter like he's committed the unpardonable sin there's no no doubt about that go ahead Micah Oh, no, no, I was just, that's all I was asking is whether, and, and I'm not saying I know the answer to this, is cause, and I want both of your opinions on this. Do you feel like he's sorry because he lost so much, or do you think he really realizes how awful it is to destroy animals? No, I think what happens, Mike, is when you, as I said, when you go through something, all the emotions, you feel all those emotions, you see the pain of the faces of those of which you victimized, and you mm-hmm. feel your pain as well. So mm-hmm. he sees the problems that he's caused and the hurt that he's caused to other people, those who are dog lovers, and he doesn't like that. You look at some, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, I remember playing ball. You know, we always want to hit somebody as hard as we can, G, but when you hurt somebody, you stand there, you really didn't mean to hurt them like that. That's right, that's right. But you, right. But you, you know, but you're jumping up, you're excited all about it, rah, 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 and then you realize, like, Daryl Stanley, Jack yeah. Tatum didn't want to break his neck. That's uh, right. You know, but you wanted to hit him hard as hell. Yeah. So, so that's what I mean. When you walk a mile in those shoes of Michael Vick, that you, but you, what you're going through, will change you. And, and that's what happened. He walked in the, you know, the valley of the shadow of death, and whoo, wow. You know, this is the end of my career. This, yeah. You know, this, what I did hurt so many people. I'm never going to do that again. I didn't mean and not, it. Not I that. You know, the whole thing with jail, you know, the, the stigma that goes along with that, uh, from the perch he was on, uh, to fall all that ways. Uh, and, you know, and, and I don't know what's going on in his heart. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely know that he's, he's, he's lost a lot. Um, now, uh, w- with him coming back, you know, to go and do the charity work and everything, I mean, uh, he knows that's part of what, he, what he's got to do. Uh, you know, what's really going on in his heart, you know, we'll never know. I mean, because uh, cause even with uh, uh, talking to some of the guys now, you know, Michael Vick was not really a hoodlum type of guy anyway. He's not, he, he's not a guy that's out talking smack and everything. He just... You know what I'm saying? He's not that kind of guy. You know, he was quiet. Uh, and uh, the, the shame of it is that you know one of his coaches uh, back years ago knew about this dog fighting thing, and they didn't step in and say, hey, Mike, no. You, you know, you, you can't roll this way. Because clearly somebody knew. I mean, when he was uh, in high school. Come on. Because this just didn't come out of the blue. And, uh, you know, somewhere along the line, you know, that, um, you know, uh, somebody can step in and tell you something and, and go the extra mile for you. And then other times, you know, people don't. People just, you know, stand from a distance because they're, 
I'm driving certain areas of Philadelphia. I see dude walking uh, you know, uh, 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 uh way he's feeding the dog. He's no getting ready to fight. So anyway, we'll get into that. We'll continue uh, on the other side. Talking about Michael Vick and how soon is Michael Vick going to be ready to play? And is he going to be able to make an impact? Put the Eagles over the top. We'll be back with you. Talking about the signing of Michael Vick. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports discover the world's only speed training program that guarantees your athletes have their best season ever or your money back no questions asked let's face it the best athletes on any team in any sport are the fastest athletes the team with the most speed is almost always going to be more successful the fact that you're listening to this right now tells me that you know this is true and that your athletes are not as fast as you want them to be but how do you make them faster after all like many coaches maybe you were told that you can't teach speed that an athlete is either born with it or they're not right wrong Arguably the biggest myth in all of sports is that you can't teach speed or coach athletes to new levels of athletic success and performance. The level of success your athletes experience has little to do with running plays or specific ball skills. Instead, it depends entirely on your ability to teach them the one skill required to dominate every sport, speed. Put Latif Thomas and his team to work for you. Visit CompleteSpeedTraining.com or call toll-free 877-510-3278. That's 877-510-FAST. There has never been a better time to become a videographer in the sport of hunting. And right now, you can combine everything you love about hunting with a career in television. And you can learn it at home with Brock Ray's Outdoor Videography School. Hunter and TV personality Brock Ray has put together a course taught by TV professionals. And it all comes to you in a six-DVD home set that lets you learn about this lucrative occupation on your own time. Now, get paid for the hunts you shoot. That's right, when you purchase the home study course and learn our techniques, you can submit your video to us. And if it gets chosen, your segment might appear on our nationally televised Better Built's World of Outdoors. We will pay you for using your video. Call now at 205-625-5480. We invite you to visit our website at OutdoorVideoSchool.com. Start your career in television now. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house. G Cobb back with you on uh, G Cobb in the house on Voice America. Uh, dot com, and uh, we've got on the line my co-host uh, Michael Warren, and also joined by my former teammate uh, Safety uh, Ray Ellis, and, and so we're we've been talking about this whole situation with 
Michael Vick, and um, uh, you uh, saw uh, <laughs> you you were checking out the whole Michael uh, Vick press conference today, uh, Ray, uh, on uh, NFL Network. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, I, I was, and I, I watched it in its entirety. And uh, I want to say, man, I thought you was getting ready, you know, to go in the locker room and get ready to get dressed to go play, man. You look like you've still been lifting them weights, but uh, but you look good. <laughs> I want well, to tell you well that. hey, maybe it's because I've been uh, spending too much time at the t- at the dinner table. Well, I don't I'm know, but kidding. you look good. No, but, I wanted uh, to say that. I, try, I, I try to also in, in wanted to say that, you know, I wanted to ask you a question because you mentioned something earlier, and we we were talking about Michael getting ready. Uh, to play and when he might play, and then we went through the whole process about, uh, you know, qualifying as a quarterback based upon wearing a a quarterback number. And I think Andy Reid was very firm in the fact that Michael Vick was going to wear number seven, and Michael Vick is a quarterback. So I don't see them using him, you know, perhaps maybe a quarterback. And, and for some reason, I don't know how this ever changed. But when we were a kid, and you know this, G, it happens even today, the most athletic and your best athlete always tends to be your quarterback because you got the ball, his, the ball in his hands so he can make things happen at all times. So I would assume that however they use Michael, I, I think the ball is going to be in his hands but it was just, you know, I just thought it was quite interesting that Andy was very, uh, you know, he it was like, hey, I'm affirming Michael Vick is going to be a quarterback. He's going to wear number seven when he steps on that football field. Uh, yes, he was very demonstrative about it, and uh, I, I, I noticed that as well. And, and I, I was surprised by that. Yes, I was. <laughs> It, it, it is amazing. I mean, now, Michael couldn't uh, even get it out. When they asked the question, before Michael could say it, Andy said number seven. I guess, uh, you know, it's amazing, um, this whole thing with uh, with Andy Reid. You know, and I was saying that I, I think that, uh, you know, Andy went through some trouble with his sons and that uh, that has a bearing, I think, on this whole uh, decision to, uh, to to sign Michael Vick. Now, uh, we've got a caller on the line, and we've got, uh, I believe his name is Michael. Mike? Hey. Hey, Jake. How you doing, buddy? Good. You guys? Oh, doing good. Doing great. Can't complain. What, what yeah, what's on your mind? I want to know what you guys thought about um, just the potential backlash that Philadelphia is going to have now that you know that the dog killer is in Philadelphia now. I mean, I think it's like I said, we have great fans. It's a great city, and that they can shelter him. The team can. They seem uh, glad to have him there. But now you know we ha- we have kind of created a bullseye on you know like the financial field and the Eagles organization as a whole. Uh, uh, Michael or, or Ray, you guys want to jump on that? Well, I can just say this, man. In, in my opinion, you know, you know, America starts in Philadelphia. I mean, that's where it all started. And, and, and from the beginning of this country, I mean, hell, the people that came over here were people that nobody else wanted. So, I mean, Philadelphia, you know, we when I was there, it's like, okay, we're we're going to embrace you. No, nobody else can talk about you. We're going to protect our own. And and all he has to do is remember, and I know this has probably been said a thousand times a day, but, you know, we booed Donovan McNabb when we drafted Donovan. We didn't want him until he stepped out on the football field. I think Mike just needs to get out on the field where he's comfortable at and, and, and play football. You know, you know, everybody is just so quick to judge, but, you know, that's because our, our closets have been closed. They haven't been opened. People don't know what we've done secretly. And he's been exposed, but the man has said, I'm sorry. He is willing to uh, prove to people that he's sorry. 
and this is his job. This is what he does. You know, Michael is not a he's not a tailor. He's not a uh, he's not a doctor. He's not an attorney. He's a football player, and I think he has the right to go to work. Uh, Micah, you got yeah, a comment? Well, and and from a PR point of view, I mean, and what his question is, I mean, the Eagles are the one that are going to take the PR hit right now. But any team that took him was going to be facing this. It's not just a Philly thing. The Eagles are the ones that signed him, so they're the one that's going to deal with the PR hit. But that's part of it. There's going to be people, and there will be people in any city in this country, any NFL city, they're like, oh, well, we don't want to associate ourselves with that now because of him. That's part of, year, that though. was part of the deal. That was part of the reason he wasn't signed. That was, you know, that was one of the big decisions is, do we want to be the team that brings this guy in and deals with whether it's PETA, whether it's people selling their season tickets, I'm never going to root for them, whatever it is. There was going to be a PR backlash, and that was, you know, that was, when Andy Reid kept saying we did our homework, we did our homework, that's part of what he was talking about, was, you know, can we handle the PR backlash? They felt they could, and any team that was going to sign him, and there were others, any team that was going to sign him had to understand this is part of the package, this is part of what you're getting. Hey, Michael, but at the same time, uh, based upon what you're saying, the PR that's exactly what it is, too. It's PR, and that brings the focus of the whole country to the city of Philadelphia. And you can always, you know, reverse that. And, and I think that's what, what PETA is saying, those you know, people inside of PETA that is hoping that this can be a positive uh, thing for, for their organization, is Michael can help shed some light on the organization. So I think they're going to flip the script, and they're going to turn a, a negative into a positive. Oh, you could absolutely, Ray, you can absolutely look at it like that, and, and we mentioned that before, too. You're exactly right. You can look at it as, well, he just took every ounce of media attention into the sports media and put it smack dab on Philadelphia. So you can absolutely look at it that way, too. Well, you know, the, the, uh, the, the bottom line is, you know, the, the Eagles, uh, who didn't look, um, you know, especially their first unit, didn't look very good last night. Uh, the offensive line is having some problems. And, uh, you know, we're going to see how uh, the Eagles are going to utilize a guy with Michael Vick's gifts. Now, well, how do you run. guys he's think that he's going to utilize gonna it? <laughs> What's that? One, one more question? Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Uh, go ahead Mike. Uh, does this say that they don't believe in Kevin Cobb, but not just now, but perhaps the future? Or is Kevin Cobb's uh, injury a little bit more serious than we thought, or, like I said, is uh, they're thinking that Vic might be a future um, investment. Uh, I want all three of you to sound off if you can, because it uh, really got me uh, asking myself that question over and over again. Well, you know, I, I, I think it does. I think it brings in the question, um, you know, uh, the, the way they feel about uh, Kevin Cobb. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think Kevin Cobb has been impressive at times for me. Uh, with blitzes, he's had a problem the whole time he's been there with blitzes. That's how he got hurt at the practice. Uh, so I, I'm not as high on Kevin Cobb as maybe uh, some of the other people are. Uh, you know, he hasn't gotten in the game, and when he did get in the game, uh, nothing good has happened. Uh, even in the preseason, many times he's gotten in the game, nothing good has happened. When he's gotten in regular, I think in his career now, what is he thrown about four, three or four picks, and he hasn't ever thrown a touchdown? I mean. And that may not oh seem God. like a big deal, but, hey, in the game, what happened? So uh, I don't know that Kevin might be able to go on and be a good quarterback, but I, I don't think the Eagles are high on him. So you know, I, 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 I look at it that way. Well, I would, just, I would just say, you know, there's a couple things that came to mind. And uh, for me, 
when they picked Michael up, it did make me think, hmm, perhaps maybe Kevin's injury may be a little bit worse than what we know. But then also, uh, you know, Andy and Donovan both, I mean, Donovan has a two-year extension. I think, uh, you know, Andy realizes, too, that uh, the time for him to get back to the Super Bowl and win it, I mean, they were a game away from the Super Bowl last year, is in the next you know, this next couple of years. And I, I think what he's done is he said, okay, in the event that Donovan goes down, if there is a quarterback, the caliber of a Michael Vick that's out there and I can get that person and have him on my roster as insurance, uh, it's, it's the smart thing to do. I think that was, it certainly wasn't a PR move for them. It was a football move. And, and, and you think about the moves that Andy has made when it, it comes to personnel, uh, the people that he has brought into that football team and put on that football field, they have produced. I, I think he's done a tremendous job. And, and I would go as far as saying this, that if indeed, uh, and of course it's going to be Donovan that would have to do this, but I believe that if, if, if Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb can make it to the Super Bowl and win, you, you got to throw their names in the ballots when it comes to Hall of Fame. I mean, Absolutely. they've been to four NFC championships. This oh, would no be, doubt. This would put them into another Super Bowl and a Super Bowl victory. And yeah. so I think they, they're trying to make their legacy. You know, they, they want to win a Super Bowl. You know, uh, I, you know, I think you make a good point, uh, Micah. Oh, I, look, personally, I think Donovan is already an edge Hall of Famer. And there are the people that, and gee, we've talked about this a million times, there are other people, well, he didn't win a Super Bowl. This guy, you know, Dan Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. So what? We're not going to get into that. But teams win Super Bowls, not quarterbacks. So, but this would be the final piece for Donovan. If they were to do this and get through, then what can you say? You can't say anything. The guy's touchdown to interception ratio is either first or second in NFL history. Uh, so that would be the final. And Andy Reid, too. I mean, he's, he's won tons of games. But they're going to say, well, he didn't win the big one. You know, that would be the final. Nobody could say anything about either one. They'd be the absolute Hall of Fame. I understand no that, Michael, but that's not what I'm asking you. Uh, I'm asking you. We're, we're talking about this whole thing with uh, with Michael Vick and Kevin Cobb. Uh, is he at number two? And, and, and you know, also about, you know, how do you think they're going to utilize him uh, in this offense? No, I, thought, I thought you were referring to his last part about the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I want to get you talking about Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, God, I'm already, it's day two, and I'm already tired of it. Um, you know, and, and I kind of talked about this earlier. Uh, just having him on the field makes you have to think, what's he doing out there? Somebody has to pay attention to him. So, I mean, even if they use him as a decoy, he's, he's one hell of a decoy. You have to admit. Um, but, my, but it goes back to my, my whole thinking when, we, when I first heard about them signing him is, what are they going to do with him? I really don't know. But you know what? They've got a good eight, nine weeks to think about it because he's not fully reinstated right now. He is conditionally reinstated. He's not going to be fully reinstated until at least week six. So they've got plenty of time to think about it. I know Andy Reid has his wheels already turning, but I, I, I really don't know. I, I can't imagine because there's always a wide receiver. Really? I've never seen him catch. Can he catch? Does anyone know if he can catch? Well, you know, generally, if you're a guy that used to, to handling the ball a lot like that, you're, you're able to catch the ball. Maybe. Uh, but, uh, but we still, no, we haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen him catch it, but uh, we, we will get to that on the other side. How will they use Michael Vick? And also, uh, how will this affect the rest of the league and some of the other guys that have gotten themselves uh, in hot water with the league? We'll be back with you in a moment.
to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you currently having trouble paying your mortgage are you in an adjustable rate mortgage or possibly in foreclosure if you've been late once have already received a letter from your lender with intent to foreclose or even have a share of sale notice you need to contact the professionals at new hope modifications they are experts in helping people behind on their mortgage, in foreclosure, or even who are on time, but know that rate will be adjusting and will cause them problems in the future. Call New Hope Modifications today at 888-NO-DEBT-9. That's 888-663-3289 and talk to one of their modification experts. New Hope is staffed with professionals and have years of experience in customer service and the mortgage industry. Our branch managers take pride in giving every customer the attention and support that they may need in this crucial time of their life. You are not alone, and New Hope is the company that you can trust to help you save your home or assist in getting you a payment you can handle. Give them a call right now at 888-663-3289. Again, that number, 888-663-3289, and put your trust in New Hope. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free, 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. G. Cobb back with you on VoiceAmerica.com. I'm being joined by my co-host, Michael Warren, as well as my former teammate, uh, Safety uh, Ray Ellis. And we've also had a caller, Mike, who's been with us pretty much most of the show. And, uh, Mike, you know, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, leave the door open. Do you have any, uh, is there another question you'd like to ask or a comment oh, yeah, well, you might want to make? Yeah, I'll hang up after this. Um, what did you think about Jabakui and his two touchdowns last night? 
Uh, I was be- I, I, I like what I saw out of Buckley. I, I've been feeling better and better about Buckley as camp is going on. Uh, he hits the hole. He's he's aggressive. He's a, a physical runner, and I, I think there's a good chance he can make the football team with the way he's been playing. But of course, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I, I definitely think. Uh, that the uh, Eagles have been impressed with some of the things he's been bringing to the table. So uh, he's got a good chance of making the team. But I appreciate you joining us, Mike. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Take it easy. Right, okay, Mike. All right, right, bye-bye. Now, um, you know, uh, going forward, uh, the football part of this, uh, you know, getting him involved, and is he going to wind up uh, being a problem? Now, now Ray, uh, Ron Jaworski made this point, which is, if Donovan comes out, he's 0-6, uh, let's say he, he's 1 for 10 or whatever, he, he's, in, you know, he's kind of cool as he starts a game. Uh, the game before that, Michael Vick had made three spectacular plays. He says that surely the fans are going to be yet yelling, put Michael Vick in, get Donovan out of there, he's a bum, blah, 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 that that's going to create a problem. And I, and I could very well see that happening. Uh, but, you know, Donovan... You know, he, he, he wanted this situation. He wanted it like that. So, I mean, what do you say, what do you say about that, uh, Micah and, uh, and Ray? Well, one thing I, I, I'll say is, uh, you know, I watched the um, – I watched Jaws last night, and, uh, you know, there's no doubt about it. I, I think John Gruden, you know, couldn't even believe some of the comments that, that Jaws made. And it was, it, was, it was quite ironic that the position that Jaws took, that he saw Donovan would take – is completely the opposite. It turns out that Donovan was the advocate for Michael yep. Vick. So That's right. I guess right now what Jaws says doesn't carry any weight in this conversation, man, because he was totally off the mark. And so Donovan had to take all those things. Donovan has been his whole career in Philadelphia. He mm-hmm. knows what those fans are like. He knows that if he has a game like that, that they would be hollering for Michael Vick. But Donovan, again, like Andy, I believe they want want to have a legacy and whatever it takes if that's going to you know that might even motivate Donovan to be a better football player maybe he needs that kind of pressure behind him you know so maybe we're seeing a different Donovan McNabb than we've seen before and Donovan welcomes this competition as long as it's going to get him his ultimate goal and that is to win the Super Bowl Donovan's a team player you know even when he went through the things with Teal you know Donovan was a stand-up kind of guy you know when Donovan went through the you know the racial issues and took on that stuff there because he made some remarks about how it is to be a black quarterback in the NFL. You know, Donovan has never ran from anything as it relates to his his football career and being the man that he is. So, you know, I I have, uh, you know, not a newfound respect, but even a greater respect than what I've had for Donovan, the man and the football player and the team player that he is. And he's exhibited that by saying, no, let's get this guy because he's going to make our football team better. How? You know, hey, me, Andy, and him, and everybody else will get together and find that out. But he's going to make our football team better, and let's get him. Well, you know, without a question, uh, that Donovan, uh, you know, he really, you know, he's got to shake up some of the people's images of him of being this dude that's terrified that somebody's taking his job. He brings in a guy that clearly could be a threat to his job, and he does it. And, uh, you know, I I think you got to give him credit for that. Uh, Micah, uh, comment? I can't. I can't follow you. I mean, you guys have to agree. Donovan McNabb is in a different class of quarterback than Michael Vick. Anybody that if Donovan gets off to a slow start and people say, "Oh, put Vick in," that is to me, it just makes my brain hurt to think about it. 
is he a good insurance policy? Should Donovan go down for a couple games? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I do, I do not think the Eagles want to have to ride Michael Vick to a title. I really don't. I mean, let's think about it this way. They throw the ball a ton. They throw the ball a ton. And one of the things that makes Donovan so perfect for this offense is he takes great care of the ball. He doesn't throw many interceptions. He's very careful. Now, if you're a guy like Vic, whose who's accuracy is worse than Donovan's, he's more likely to throw an interception. Well, now when you're throwing the ball that much, now you've got a turnover machine. So Donovan really does fit this offense perfectly, and no matter how slow of a start he gets off to, the idea that Michael Vick should be a threat to his job, to me, is ridiculous. It really is. I mean, he hasn't played in two years, fine, but just even if he was at his, at, at his peak performance, how would you, would either of you want him in over, over Donovan? So, uh, so uh, um, let me ask you this, Mike. Are you saying okay. that you agree that Jaws was off the mark, or what are you saying? Because, I mean, what I'm saying is not that Donovan felt that uh, his job was going to be taken by Michael Vick, but that he thought that Michael Vick would be uh, an asset, that he would bring another dimension to this team, and so he wanted him on his team. You know, not yeah, yeah, no, no, Ray, I'm with you. I, I agree. Yeah, that, that's one thing for him to bring something. But what Jaws is saying, as far as people talking about Vick taking Donovan's place, is absolutely ridiculous. Can he bring something to the team? Yes. But replacing Donovan is not what I envision him bringing to this team. Oh, no, and I don't think Donovan, and again, Donovan is confident in his ability to lead yeah. this team to a Super Bowl. I, I believe that's what he feels. I believe that Donovan feels that the team's going to win a Super Bowl, he's going to be the person that takes them there and delivers that Super Bowl. But in sure. terms of you having the best 53 men on your roster, if you can add Michael Vick into the mix of those 53, and you have a chance to do that, then we need to do that. No, I'm on the same page with you, Ray. Absolutely. I'm not talking about uh, what, what Vic brings to the team total. I'm talking about him talking about, uh, you know, Vic, you know, he, he throws a couple in the dirt and all of a sudden bring in Vic. That is it's ludicrous. Gee, are you with me on that? Am I crazy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I think that, uh, you know, uh, talking about that uh, doesn't make a lot of sense from a standpoint somebody trying to get Michael Vic to come in and replace Donovan. Uh, but you know, but clearly there there, are, there would be people that say that. I mean, because I mean, after all, they they said it about Kevin Cobb and AJ Feely. You know, we we know how AJ can play, and we kind of know how uh, uh, Cobb can play too. So, you know, anybody in their right mind are not going to be yelling for them to be put in there ahead of Donovan. So, uh, you know, I I just think it's going to be an interesting situation. It's going to be a story that dominates uh, the airwaves. Uh, for the rest of the season, and uh, we got started talking about it a bit. I want to thank uh, uh, Ray Ellis for joining us, and uh, Ray, we appreciate it, and uh, appreciate your comments and everything. Hey, G, Thanks, man, Ray. let me tell you something, man. I enjoyed it, and, and I'm glad to be able to talk with a teammate like you, uh, you know, about uh, our fellow team and how they're going to uh, win the Super Bowl. So I look forward to seeing you in Miami at the Super Bowl so we can cheer the Eagles on. Sounds good. Uh, of course, I'll be over there tomorrow checking out the practice. Uh, Micah, I want to thank you for, for joining us, and uh, we'll do it again next week, folks. Thanks, guys. All right. All right, guys. Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G. Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.